0: Hi friends, I hope everyone is staying safe and doing well. This is National Educator Week, so what better time to thank your teachers? My guest this week is an author and a teacher, and I'd like to give a shout-out to my second-grade teacher, Ms. Redmond, My special teachers, Ms. Runquist, Dr. Fagan, Ms. Harbroom, Dr. McCurry, Coach Rory, and our wonderful principal, Dr. Pierre. And thank you to my dance teacher, miss terry and my acting teachers miss abby and miss neha at the swine academy of the arts and a very special message to heaven to my mom and my grandmother they both taught for over 20 years touching so many lives along the way you are the foundation for me being me i miss you both dearly now on to the show Welcome to All Things Madison, the
1: podcast exclusively for kids, sure to tickle your funny bone while learning something new at the same time. You'll hear from talking bears, laughing unicorns, and farting sloths.
2: Ah, ah, ah. excuse me, announcer lady, but it ain't that kind of show. Are you sure? Um, yes, I'm the producer. That's the thrifty little diva show you're talking about. You know, the other one.
1: Okay then, on that note, Here's your host, Madison Lauren, and her dad. <clears throat> oh, right, uh, let's see here. And her super smart, hilariously funny, <laughs> best of best dads, Mr. Durante
0: Smith. Please enjoy the show. Classic, Daddy, classic. What? Did you really just make her say all that?
2: Well, yeah, it's our show.
0: You mean it's my show? <laughs> It's got my name on it, remember? Besides, you already got a podcast.
2: You mean I can't have two? (laughs) And I'm producing it.
0: Oh, Daddy, can we just start the show?
2: Good idea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, boys and girls, welcome to my show. I'm excited to have you here. This show takes behind the scenes of all the places you love. We talk with famous authors, actors, and people who make movies. And you'll learn some neat stuff, too. Oh, yeah. And then there's my dad, the goofball, who helps out a little, too. And answer the joke of the day for a chance to win an autograph postcard from your girl. Okay, so stick around for another fun-filled episode. Enjoy the show. We'll return in just a moment, right after we thank our sponsors. This week, I had the opportunity to interview Miss Nora Baskin on my show. Miss Baskin tells wonderful stories about real-life stuff and makes you want to read it as she paints the lives of modern teenagers so well. I highly recommend her books. To learn more, go to norabaskin.com and be sure to follow me at All Things Madsen wherever you get your podcasts and YouTube. Thanks!
1: And now back to the show.
2: Okay Madison, I'm excited. We are about to try something new. Do you wanna know what that is?
0: Yes, Daddy, I do.
2: So for the next few weeks, you're going to be interviewing authors. These are nationally renowned award winning authors. How cool is that?
0: That is really cool. I'm lucky.
2: And do you know what a best selling author is?
0: Yes, Daddy. What is that? It's an author who sold a ton of books, Daddy.
2: Yes, that's right. And their books are all over the world. Now, imagine that. And you get a chance to talk with them and ask them personal questions and questions about their lives and questions about their career that most kids do not get that opportunity. What do you think about that?
0: Well, I think it's awesome.
2: Okay, this week, we're going to start with which author?
0: Author Nora Baskin.
2: And tell us, what was your interview like with Miss Baskin? What did you learn?
0: Well, I learned a lot of stuff like, well, it takes a lot of work to write some books. She had over 13 books published, but she wrote a lot more than that. And she talked about how writing is practice, 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 practice. Basically, practice makes perfect. And she says, anybody can become a writer. And that's me. So, I hope you guys did something out of this interview and I hope you like it. Miss Basson, welcome to my show. It means a lot to me to have you speak to me and my audience to help us stay focused in such crazy times. I know you're a busy woman, so I'll jump right to it. In reading your bio, I saw that you had written over 13 books over your career. That's a lot of books. Tell me, how did you do it?
3: Well, first of all, I have 13 books that are published, Right. I wrote a lot more than 13. I've written a lot of books that never got published. I've written a lot of books that stink, that are terrible, or books that I thought were pretty good, but nobody else did. So it takes a lot more writing than what you actually – it's not like I wrote 13 books and, oh, poof, I I published 13 books. Um, So how I do it – is that I sit down and I try really hard and I never give up and I keep writing. And if something stinks and it's no good, I just put it away and I try something else. So basically, I just love it so much. I love doing it so much that I just keep doing it. You know what? If you keep doing something a lot, a lot, a lot, something's bound to come out pretty good, right? You hope? Yeah. So I, this is pretty much um, how I do it. I use my computer. We're so lucky to have the computers. I try to think about what it was like, you know, in the olden days, when they had to write it on paper? How did they change something? How did they paste and copy? How did they search? I mean, wow, we have it lucky. Anybody can write who has something to say or thinks they have something to say or just wants to say something. Like you. Yeah. Yeah. Next question.
0: When you were a kid like me, did you always want to become a writer? And who
3: inspired you? Model? I did. How old are you? Seven, about to come eight. You're about to come eight. I wanted to be a writer about 12 years old. So a little older than you, because um, I'll tell you the story, okay? Really briefly. So um, when I was 12, I had lived a really hard life already as you know i lost my mom but that was just the beginning of things going kind of bad for me so i lost my mom um my dad remarried then my my dad left me and then i lived with people that weren't my parents and uh i had a, a stepfather figure who was very abusive and then i got sent back to live with my dad when my when she got rid of me so when I started sixth grade, I was really unhappy. I was really angry and I was really lonely. And I didn't have anybody listening to me except my sixth grade English teacher. So I come to a new school, like, like you said you were doing, new school, new house, a new stepmother. This is my third. We could talk about that later. And I got in big trouble in school. I was failing school. I was getting suspended. I was doing all sorts of acting out. And my English teacher, my language arts teacher, read one of my stories out loud in class. And from that moment on, I realized that writing was the way you can express yourself. And that all you need is one person to read, to listen, to hear you. And I changed my whole life. And I decided at 12 years old, I want to be a writer. Because this is a really good way to create and express yourself. And I'm sure you will find that too when you write. Hmm. Yeah. So interesting story.
0: Interesting story. Thank you. Third question.
3: As I surveyed
0: your work, I found so many titles that you've written that I can relate to, such as What Every Girl Except Me knows, the lead of Kid doesn't have a mom. And I too lost my mom at an early age. And I read in your bio, that your mom died at the age of three. So did my mom. I feel like I can really relate to this kid so much, especially since I have I often wanted my dad to marry again, so I can know what having a mom feels like. Do you know what I mean?
3: I definitely know what you mean, and I have, and I'm really sorry about your mom. Um, you know, it's something that that doesn't leave you, and and it affects you. You know, it'll it'll be part of who you are the rest of your life. Really, what? It'll make you somebody, as you just asked me, who has empathy and understanding for other people in a way people who haven't experienced loss will have. You will have a bigger heart and it gives you, it gives you an ability to understand what other people feel. And a lot of people have to wait a long time and, and maybe they never get that way. But when you have experienced something early, it becomes part of who you are. Mm. And I wrote my books because of my understanding of what that feels like, right? Mm. I mean, all my books have something about that, all of them. But in terms of wanting, um, you know, your dad to get married again and have somebody, I get it. I'll tell you, I have found moms in in many other places. I have have lots of different women who became role models for me other moms, my friends' moms. So I learned things and I got a lot of love from a lot of different people. So it doesn't just have to be your, you know, your birth mother. You find moms when you look for them and when you choose them and when they choose you. And I'm sure that will happen. You'll be able to do that. Hmm. And also, can I tell you one more thing? Yes. Yeah. Not having a mom doesn't mean that there's something you're not going to learn or get or figure out it's in you. And sometimes I meet somebody who has a mom and I'm jealous. When I was your age, I'd be very jealous, even angry. You have a mom and I don't. But they don't know anything more than you do. It took me a long time to figure this out. We're all in this same kind of, oh, what are we doing? What am I gonna do mode? And nobody knows anything more than you do. It's all inside you already. Whatever love you got, which you did, it's there. So it took me a long time to figure that out. So maybe maybe you've already figured it out.
0: Thank you, Sharon. Fourth question, or like in rent, I'm new to school this year and I'm making new friends. It's tricky. Or a nine ten it feels like it could be taking place right now. The world sits still then and the world is still again now. My question is as a young writer myself, how did you do about creating your such wonderful creators
3: and storylines? Well, first of all, you are so right about what's happening now and 9-11. The, the, the way they're similar is, is pretty crazy, right? Um, 9-11 was you know, one day and it had lasting effects and this is, is harder in a lot of ways. Um, but you're right, the world stood still, right? Now the world's keeping standing still. It's not even starting to move again. Um, so that was a really profound question you gave me. Not many people have made that connection. Um, the way I write, the way I get these characters is a lot of them are just me. They're just me. They're just little girls without their mother. Or like in 910, there's a character who's a lot like me. It's a boy, but he lives in Brooklyn. And there's, there's a lot of similarities. So um, the characters I don't really make up. I usually base them on, on what I'm feeling although you wouldn't recognize them on the outside. You know, they might be a boy. They, they might be whatever. I have an autistic boy in a character, but they're all me. Um, and I, I make up stories based on things I care very much about. I don't just say, oh, I'm going to make up a story. I come first from what do I feel? What am I passionate about? What am I caring about in the moment? So you write from what's in your heart you what you're feeling, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. So each of you characters are a little bit of yourself. Absolutely. Yes. They are. I become that character and that big character becomes me when I'm writing. You have to, um, maybe I don't make things up very well. <laughs> maybe I'm not that creative. I, I have a lot um, of feelings that I want to write about. So Yes. The answer, the short and long answer is yes. Ah, oh, okay. Question
0: five. So while we're stuck in the house, sitting at home, what can kids do that's constructive if they're sitting around bored to death? Are you
3: bored to death? No. You're not. You know what? You can answer that question better than I can, because look what you're doing. You are not bored look what you're doing, it's amazing. And here's my answer, I don't think there is such a thing as boredom. I, I don't, I think that if you have free time to think and play and create and do a podcast, you are not bored. And, and anyone who sits around and says they're bored, mm, they're not thinking, they're not enjoying life, they're waiting for something to happen and you made it happen. You're way ahead of the game.
0: Thanks. Last question. What would you like to tell all the kids listening that might be a little inspiration in this very difficult time?
3: Well, I don't know if I'm one to give any advice or inspiration, but, because it's hard for me too. It's been kind of hard. Um, I've been writing a lot, a lot, a lot. So I'm using this time to do that. So um, that's inspiring to me, right? I think that kids should know that change is always hard and you have to get through it. Sometimes you have to go straight through it to get through it. You can't go around it. So something's changing. Our world is changing. And one of the ways it's going to change is a lot more things are going to be done like this. I think there's going to be a lot more stuff online and a lot more virtual stuff. And the fact that you figured that out and you're doing this now is really smart so my only words of inspiration would be create something new. Go go out, find it, figure it out. You know, every generation, something changes. This is your time. It's going to be okay. Thanks. It's going to get better. Okay.
0: Miss Baston, thank you for your time. Please tell my audience how they can find you.
3: You can find me online. <laughs> you can find me at my website Um, where I put pictures. And I have... Writing classes that you can click on and take um, so that you can interact with me and I can have, I can see people, and I enjoy that a lot, as you could tell. And it's called just my name, norabaskin.com. That's where you could find me.
0: Okay, we hope to have you on the show again one day soon. Please let us know when you release your next book. Bye bye.
3: Bye bye.
0: We'll return in just a moment, right after we thank our sponsors. Hey, Daddy, is it spring yet? Yep. Doesn't that mean shopping for new clothes? It does. And wouldn't now be a good time to tell people about my t-shirts?
2: It would. And all your new merchandise, too. Right. So go right ahead. These are your fans. They're sort of like your extended family. And as I always say, people don't know how to support you if you don't tell them.
0: Okay, guys. So here's the deal. I got stickers, phone cases, notebooks, book bags, water bottles, and of course, cool t-shirts. Okay, how's that, Daddy?
2: Good. Now wrap it up.
0: So get your tees, please, at ShopMadisonLauren.com. You don't want to be left out. Trust me. And support your girl today. Thank you.
1: And now back to the show.
2: Come on, keep up. Just a little bit faster. We're almost there.
0: <sighs> Daddy, can not answer this riddle? Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? What on earth? Like Peter Pan, like you know who Peter Pan is, right? What are pickled peppers? Pick a pack of pickled peppers, It's like peppers that you eat while popping pot pies. And what is popping pot pies? like chicken pot pie, turkey pot pie. When you get a pot pie fresh out of the oven, it's got a little bump in it and it's fun to poke it. That's popping pot pies, get it?
2: Ah, now I see. Interesting. Hmm, I don't know. Maybe we should ask that gentleman sitting right there at the curb. Excuse me, sir. My name's Durante and this is my
4: daughter.
0: Hello. Hello there. My name's is Madison Lauren. And this riddle's tricky.
4: You don't say. What makes it so tricky?
0: Because it's a hard tongue twister. Hmm. Well, let
4: me hear the question.
0: Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies?
4: Can Peter
0: Pan pick a
4: pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? I can't really say. Let me call my wife. She's good at these sorts of things. Hello, dear.
5: Charles, what seems to be the matter? Are you coming home soon?
4: No, no, I'm sitting here in conversation with a lad and his daughter at the park, you see, and they've just asked me the most curious question. I said to myself, it has your name written all over it.
5: Well, what's the question, Charles?
4: Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies?
5: Hmm. Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? I've never heard of such, Charles.
4: Neither have I. That's why I thought I'd call you.
5: Well, let me try Martha.
4: That sounds like a dandy idea.
5: Hey, Martha. Sarah, how are you? It's been such a long time. Yes, yes, I know. We can catch up later. I've got some things in the oven cooking. Look, I just have a quick question for you. Well, what seems to be the question, Sarah? Charles called me with a question, and it's a dandy one, if you will. A dandy question, you say? Yes, a dandy one, if you will. Well, spit it out then, lady. Don't just leave me in suspense all day. The question is, can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? Say what? Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? Can Peter Pan pick a pack of who? Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? Well, I don't know if he can do that. Let me ask George. George is
1: upstairs. Hold on one second, dear.
2: George! George! What do you want? I'm trying to take a nap. I have a question
5: for you. Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? I don't
2: know. And leave me alone. I'm trying to sleep. Well, what does that?
5: Seems he doesn't know either, Sarah. Sorry I couldn't be of more help. Don't worry about it. I'll ring you back later when I have a little more time. Yes, of course. Goodbye. Charles, you there? Yes, dear. Neither Martha nor George knows the answer. Sorry to disappoint, Hun. I see. Can you pick up a loaf of bread while you're out?
4: Yes, yes, of, of course, my love. See you in a bit. Sorry, mate, it, it seems there's no such luck on my end. Wish I could have been more help.
2: Ah, uh, thank you, my friend.
4: Good day. Madison, come on, let's
2: keep going. Okay, stop, let's stop, (sighs) let's stop. Okay, that's a good jog. What do you think?
0: Yeah, definitely. Hey, what about the lady over there?
2: Uh, the one with the wolf?
0: (laughs) That's not a wolf, Daddy. It's a dog.
2: Yeah, looks like a wolf to me. I don't care what you say.
0: Well, how about we ask her?
2: Yeah, I'll let you do that one.
0: Excuse me, miss. Can you answer this riddle for me, please? Um, I'll try. Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? Hmm, let me think. Well, can
1: Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers? Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers? P. and pick a pack of pickle peppers while popping, while popping
3: fun I hope that helps. Bye-bye.
0: Daddy, what on earth was that?
2: Honestly, I don't know. That was bananas.
0: That turned into a musical or something, didn't it? Yeah.
2: And where did the band come from?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, anyway. Hey guys, we need your help to solve this tongue twister riddle. Leave us a video what Peter Pan can do that other kids cannot. And the winner will get an autographed postcard from yours truly. Bye bye. <laughs> and now it's time for the joke of the day. <coughs> Okay, ready daddy? Here we go. What do you call a dinosaur that does not take a bath?
2: I don't know.
0: A stingosaurus. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that one really stumped.
0: <laughs> okay, another dinosaur joke, Daddy. What do you call it when a dinosaur gets in a car accident?
2: Hmm, not really sure.
0: A tyrannosaurus wreck. Get it like tyrannosaurus vex. <laughs>
2: Yeah, now that was a pretty good one.
0: Where do cats go on Friday night? Hmm,
2: I can't get that one.
0: To the movies. Get it? They say move like the movies.
2: <laughs> yeah, pretty good one.
0: Hmm, this is a good one. Why can't you give Elsa a balloon?
2: Because she's frozen?
0: No silly, because she will let it go. Let it go! Boo! <laughs> hey! Last but not least, what do else learn in school?
2: Hopefully they're lessons like everybody else.
0: No, they learn the alphabet. Ah <laughs> ha alphabet, get it. <laughs> okay guys, we need your help. Help us with the joke of the day. And the winner will get all that push hard from yours truly. So leave us a comment or better get shoot a video and we'll be sure to like it. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, guys, today we're going to do something a little different. I chose of Miss Nora's books to highlight because they're so important to the times we're living in right now. Okay, and the first book is 910, a September 11 story. Ask anyone, September 11, 2001. Was serene and lovely a perfect day until a plane struck the rail trade center. But right now is a few days earlier and four kids in different parts of the country are going about their lives. Sergio lives in Brooklyn, is struggling to come to terms with the absentee father he hates and the grandmother he loves. Bill Swada is gone too, killed in a car accident that has left the family reeling. Nadine has never felt uncomfortable about being Muslim. But at her new school, she's getting funny look because of the headscarf she wears. Amy is starting a new school in a new city and misses her mom, who has to fly to New York on business. These four don't know one another, but their lives are about to intersect in ways they can never imagine. Our award-winning author, Nora Riley Baskin, leads together their stories into an unforgettable novel about the seemingly perfect September day, the day our world changed forever. Next is Rent. Maggie hates how Elizabeth acts so much better than everybody else. Besides, she's always covered in dog hair. And she smells. So Maggie creates a fake profile on a popular social networking site to teach Elizabeth a lesson. What makes a bully and what makes a victim? It's all in the perspective and the dynamic shift. From sibling rivalries to mean girl antics, the varying points of view in this illuminating novel from the award-winning author of anything but typical show the many shades of gray. Because middle school is anything but black and white. And this is my favorite, guys. But every girl except me knows. Twelve-year-old Gabby feels like she needs a mother to help her go into a woman. So when things between her father and his latest girlfriend do not work out, Gabby sets off for the last place he remembers seeing her own mother. Unlike most kids faced with prospect of having a stepmother, Gabby weeks isn't the slightest bit resistant to the idea. Gabby wishes her father would hurry up and marry someone who knows more about womanhood than she does. Someone that understands her obsession with all that is happening, and worse, not happening, to her body. For a while, it seems as though her father's girlfriend, Clea, might soon be filling the world of mother. But when things fall apart, Gabby has to find her own solution. So she travels the last place she remembers seeing her mother, searching for a memory. But what she finds is something even better. Be sure to check out these books by Miss Nora Baskin at norabaskin.com. <laughs> Okay guys, today's word of the day is constructive. Constructive means serving a useful purpose, tending to build up, or just like positive, or helpful, or encouraging. It's sort of like constructive criticism. It just means people are trying to tell you something to help you. So don't get defensive. The word of the day is constructive. Thank you for checking out my show. So be sure to check me out each week where you can find me at All Things Madison on your podcast and YouTube. And subscribe, please. I need fans, guys. And check out my website at thriftylillediva.me. And remember, we love you just the way you are. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to All Things Madison.
1: Kindly take a moment to subscribe, leave a comment and rate the show so that our participating partners know you are following along. You can get your Madison Lauren graphic tees at shopmadisonlauren.com or follow her YouTube channel at All Things Madison. This production was brought to you by Infinity Global Media Group, LLC. Contact us at smith.deronte at gmail.com for bookings or more information.